You're listening to Warlike Art, and I'm Mark Masters. In this episode, I'm going to discuss two pharmaceuticals. One being the female contraceptive NuvaRing, and the other, the pain medicine Vioxx. Now, just a few short years after the Food and Drug Administration approved Vioxx, the drug was recalled because of the risk of deadly heart attacks and strokes. Now, when Vioxx hit the market, the goal was to expand the drug's reach worldwide to as many patients as possible. Now, while Vioxx patients numbered to about 80 million, most, if not any, were even aware of the cardiovascular risks this drug was imposing on their bodies. Now, Vioxx is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Many of you are familiar with NSAIDs, drugs such as ibuprofen. Vioxx fell beneath that umbrella and was used as a prescription painkiller and was approved by the FDA in 1999. Now, in the years that followed, it was mired in scandal. Merck was accused of misleading doctors and patients about the drug's safety, fabricating study results to suit the company's needs, continually thwarting an FDA scientist from revealing the drug's problems, and skirting federal drug regulations. Now, in 2004, Merck withdrew the drug from the market after a study revealed that Vioxx more than doubled the risk of heart attacks and death. By that point, more than 38,000 deaths were related to Vioxx use, and up to 25 million Americans had already taken the drug. Now, as the number stands, it has been recorded that over 60,000 people have died as a result of the side effects of the pain pill, Vioxx. Now, Vioxx has caused so much damage and destruction that some have called it the worst drug disaster in history. The Vioxx scandal wasn't just devastating to the injured patients and their families. It also underscored problems within the FDA. Many even suspect that the New Jersey-based Merck and the FDA worked together to keep the drug on the market and to also quiet the health concerns related to the use of Vioxx. The suspicions surrounding the Merck FDA tie ran pretty deep. They started early on when Merck tried to convince the FDA that Vioxx was better than other NSAIDs because it caused few digestive tract problems. And even before the drug was FDA approved, the company launched its Vioxx Gastrointestinal Outcomes Research Study, otherwise known as Vigor, to determine the digestive risks. Now, while the study sh did show that Vioxx was easier on the digestive system than other NSAIDs, it also revealed that it increased the risk of heart problems. And after that, Merck continually hounded the FDA to allow the drug to drop the digestive warnings on the label. 
And around February 2001, the FDA approved Merck's request to change the drug's label to reflect that it's safer on the stomach than other NSAIDs. Although that label change would later be overturned, it turned out to be somewhat of a feather in Merck's cap. And about that same time, the FDA ordered the company to send doctors a letter explaining the drug's heart risks. And it wouldn't be the first time that Merck's massive marketing monster was reprimanded. Now, the whole time that Merck was promoting Vioxx as a superior alternative for those with gastrointestinal problems, the company was also brushing aside the drug's cardiovascular risks. It wasn't until April 2002, years after the Vigor trial results showed the risks, that the FDA and Merck decided to include the heart and stroke information on the drug label. Later, critics would point to this as evidence of the cozy relationship between Merck and the FDA, as well as the company's blasé attitude towards the risks of their pharmaceuticals. Now, when the Vigor trial results were finally published in the New England Journal of Medicine, no one knew that it was missing some key information. Later, the public would learn that Merck scientists left out key data on heart patients to make the drug seem safer. And the editor of the journal later demanded a correction, but the scientist who conducted the study refused. While the drug was removed from the market, on September 30th, 2004, this was just the beginning of the controversies surrounding Vioxx and Merck. The U.S. Department of Justice and the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission investigated the company for its deceptive and strong-arm marketing practices. An FDA scientist who discovered the Vioxx heart connection early on said his FDA bosses forced him to quash the information that was potentially damaging to Merck. Now, it's also said that government officials continually question the relationship between Merck and the FDA. However, perhaps the most shocking turn of events, perhaps underscoring Merck's close relationship with the FDA and other drug regulatory agencies, Advisory panels in both the United States and Canada in 2005 voted that Vioxx could return to the market under certain circumstances and restrictions. So far, Vioxx remains off the market. Needless to say, that is a good thing. Now I would like to discuss the female contraceptive NuvaRing. The side effects of which, with regard to the dangers of blood clots, was exposed in Vanity Fair. The program at 24-year-old Erica Langhart's memorial service read, Cause of passing? Massive double pulmonary embolism. A direct result of the NuvaRing. It was an unusual statement on a funeral program but one that captured the family's anguish, as well as their need to alert others about the dangers of the birth control device. 
Erica's mother Karen told Vanity Fair magazine, I want to warn every mother and every daughter, do not use the product that killed my child. Now, why is the potentially lethal NuvaRing still on the market? This was the question Vanity Fair asked in an online article published in December that exposed the dangers of Merck's blockbuster contraceptive. The article brought national media attention to an issue that had already been a hot topic for thousands of women who've suffered blood clots after using the birth control ring containing estrogen and desonogestrel. Desonogestrel is a third-generation hormone shown in studies to increase the risk of developing blood clots compared to older first- and second-generation hormones. And a pulmonary embolism? That's a blood clot in the lungs. And it's the type of clot that took Erica Langart's life. As many of you know, NuvaRing is a plastic ring filled with birth control hormones and was marketed to women as a more convenient alternative to the pill. And unlike a daily birth control pill, NuvaRing is inserted into the vagina and is changed every three weeks. The product has raked in massive profits for Merck and company. And Blue Merck estimates the product will generate annual sales of more than $664 million. But Merck has faced a massive number of lawsuits filed by women and their families who say the birth control ring caused them to suffer blood clots, some of which were fatal. Now, over 1,500 federal lawsuits were pending in federal court, and about 2,000 more were filed in the state courts. The complaints show the drug's manufacturer, Merck, failed to warn the public about the dangers of blood clots. A woman by the name of Diane Agresta filed a lawsuit against Merck after her daughter, Lindsay, suffered a blood clot that led to a massive stroke. And after six months of living in a hospital and several surgeries later, Lindsay died when nothing else could be done to reverse the brain damage. She was 27 years old. Now, when NuvaRing entered the U.S. birth control market in 2002, it was a novel product. And many thought uh, NuvaRing would revolutionize contraception. And it was prescribed 44 million times over the course of a decade. Now, critics and plaintiffs, lawyers say that Organon, the company that originally developed NuvaRing before a couple buyouts landed the product at Merck, downplayed the dangers of the product. While consumers expected drugs warning labels to publish all relevant studies about the medication, what makes it on the label is often a product of negotiations between the FDA and the drug's manufacturer. Sydney Wolf, 
founder and senior advisor of the Public Citizens Health Research Group, has been quoted as saying, there's always a tug between the FDA and the manufacturer as to what the drug labels say. The approval and labeling process has a tendency to favor drug companies. They provide the clinical studies and up to 70% of the funds for FDA reviews through user fees paid to the agency. In the case of NuvaRig, Organon company emails from 2000 before the final 2001 approval of the products revealed that Edwina Muir, the company's director of regulatory affairs, suggested the label include information about animal testing in lieu of warning of blood clots. While most information about blood clots and contraceptives tend to include warnings about women over the age of 35 and those who smoke, more cases of VTE in women in their 20s surfaced in Nuva Ring clinical trials. Even the FDA's own 2011 study involving 800,000 women found that NuvaRing users had as much as a 56% increase in VTE risk. In 2012, a larger Danish study that followed 1.6 million women over several years found women who used the contraceptive ring had a risk 6.5 times greater than non-users in developing blood clots. Now, according to Kelly Doherty, the pharmaceutical giant Merck has never misled consumers. Quote, we remain confident in the safety and efficacy profile of NuvaRing, which is supported by extensive scientific research, and we will continue to always act in the best interest of patients. Unquote. I believe it's safe to say that Merck has a propensity to cover up the truth, or I should say that's the way it appears. I don't have any solid evidence in my hand. However, I have three cases. The Propecia case, the Vioxx case, and the NuvaRing case. Now there are others, and I will discuss those in later episodes. However, the goal of Warlike Art is to help you make better, more informed decisions. Now, unfortunately, we do not live in a day and age where we can blindly trust our doctors to tell us everything about the drugs they're prescribing us, because not even our doctors are aware of the dangers or the potential dangers of the prescriptions they give us. It's not to say that medications don't save lives every day. It's not that Medications, even sold by a pharmaceutical company such as Merck, don't transform lives in a positive way. However, many of these drugs are remarkably dangerous or have proven to be remarkably dangerous. And I want you to know, if you are a NuvaRing sufferer, if you are a NuvaRing survivor and a Vioxx survivor, 
I want you to know that you are welcome. You are honored and you are loved. You are honored for carrying on, for moving forward. You're honored for not allowing that incident to rule your life. Now, stay tuned for episode three of Warlike Art. I want to thank you for listening to today's show and for those victims and victims' families out there. Stay strong and know that you are loved. Thank you.